0: Well, today we'll look at Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. Romans 6, verses 3 and 4. You know, we call our group United Prayer, and we rightly have had many good devotionals on prayer. Today, however, I'd like to look at this word united in United Prayer. In what way are we united? And I submit to you that it's much more than simply meeting together at the same time via Zoom. And it's even much more than praying together. Our unity is uh, discovered somewhat in Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. And let's read it together. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So these verses mention baptism. And in fact, I've entitled this little devotional um, Baptism uh, unites us. The Greek word used is baptizo. It's used 65 times in the New Testament, most often to refer to water baptism. We see this in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, and again in verse 41. Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, that is baptizo every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, that is, baptizo. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So those 3,000 folks participated in water baptism that day. Now, the root of baptizo is another Greek word, which is bapto. Bapto means to dip. It appears three times in the New Testament. It's used at the Last Supper, for example, in John 13, 26. Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it, that is, baptoed it, and when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. It's used again in the story of the rich man and Lazarus in Luke sixteen twenty four. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip, that is, bapto, the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. So we tend to let our understanding of water baptism in the New Testament to be influenced by this root word, bapto, the notion of dipping in water. But baptizo has a fuller meaning than mere dipping in water. When it's used of water baptism, it means not only the act of water baptism, but it also carries with it this other fuller meaning. And sometimes it's used in verses only with this other fuller meaning. So we're helped to understand this by a text from the ancient Greek poet, Nicander, which uses, this text uses both bapto and baptizo. So let's see the difference. He wrote a recipe for making pickles. And I have this from a commentary from James Montgomery Boyce back in the 80s. You start with a cucumber, the long green garden vegetable. You take the cucumber and you bapto it in boiling water. That is, you dip it in the water and then immediately you take it out again. Then you baptizo the cucumber in vinegar solution and leave it for several days. That is, you immerse the cucumber and leave it to soak in the vinegar for days. And here's the key. When you take the cucumber out of the vinegar, it is no longer a cucumber. It is instead a pickle. And I brought a pickle just to illustrate here. A small, little, delicious thing that tastes quite different than a cucumber. And it smells quite different than a cucumber, um, the garden vegetable. The act of baptizo not only is water baptism, but it also indicates this second meaning, which is a permanent change. The one baptized is now permanently like what it was baptized into. So let's look again at Romans 6, 3 and 4. It tells us we have been baptized into Christ's death and then raised up with him. Brethren, it means we have been permanently changed to be like Christ, to identify with his death, burial, and resurrection. We no longer live for ourselves, but we live for him, Galatians 2.20. We see this in New Testament verses like Romans 6, 3, and 4, which have the primary second meaning of baptizo, which is the idea of identification with the one that we're baptized into. Listen to 1 Corinthians twelve thirteen, For by one spirit, we all are baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This speaks not only of the act of water baptism then, but of the fact that we have become identified with one another. We are so identified with Christ that we have been permanently changed to be like him. We are, in a very real sense, new creations It is as if we had a new blood flowing through us, through our veins. It is as if we have a new DNA that we share together. And this DNA is different from all the other people on the face of the earth. So here's the key. This change, this baptism is made in every believer at the time that they are born again. And this is what unites us in this prayer call. We're no longer like the people of the world. We indeed have a totally new identity that we share together. It makes us of the same family, truly brothers and sisters in Christ. We're united in purpose, in Christ likeness, in our hopes and desires. So when we pray today and always, Let us remember that we are not lone wolves, and we are not alone. We have been baptized together into the body of Christ in a most special, unique, and permanent way. Truly, this is united prayer. So may the Lord unite our hearts as we pray together in this truth today and always. Amen.